I'm Haley. And I'm Katie. And you're listening to The Reference Desk, a podcast where two librarians take you down the rabbit hole of the topics that have bewitched us. So adjust the chain on your reading glasses, button up your favorite cardigan, and follow us punk-ass book jackies through the stacks to The Reference Desk. Well, okay. well <laughs> welcome to this um, special episode of The Reference Desk. Yep. <laughs> this is this why is my- I usually have a script. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So or at least no. Thought- <laughs> <laughs> we thought we would do a little get to know your host episode in case you're curious as to um, why we think we're experts on some topics. Yeah. Um, yeah. When when we recorded our very first episode, we kind of did a little bit of like background on us, but then we realized we weren't recording. Yeah. And when we finally started recording, we just kind of panicked and jumped straight <laughs> straight into the topic. So <laughs> we it, sure feels, did. it feels right to go back and rectify the mistakes of poor little beginner podcasters, Katie and Haley. Mm-hmm. We were so clueless. So we've, young. We've learned so much since then. So much in the <laughs> few episodes we've recorded. All right. So um, I guess I'll kick this off. Um, I, I am Katie. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we have pretty distinctive voices. I think people I think can so. tell us apart. Yeah. Um I was uh, born and raised in northern Michigan, and I moved to Florida to go to college because I wanted to get far away from Michigan. (laughs) Um, uh, Haley and I met in college, Mm -hmm. uh, and we both were education majors. So after I graduated, um, I worked as an elementary school teacher for uh, five years and then got my master's degree and worked as a school librarian for a few years until I had my daughter, Rory. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I, I guess I should mention in this in somewhere in this mix, I did meet my husband, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> um, we we both worked at a theme park, Bush Gardens in Tampa. Yes. Um, he was a roller coaster mechanic, which sounds like the coolest job ever, but it really it's doesn't. it's not really that impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let him think that he's that cool. <laughs> um so I ended up moving back to Michigan about a year ago with my husband and daughter, returned to the place that I fleed from so many years ago. (laughs) Um, uh, And right now I am a stay at home mom. It was supposed to be short term, but then COVID happened and here I am still (laughs) doing the hardest job that there is. (laughs) Well, I don't know about that. (laughs) I mean, uh, we did, we did watch um, what she calls the day of the night of the Christmas or more commonly known as the nightmare before Christmas tonight. No, it is now forever. The day of the night of the Christmas. That's, that's it. Oh man. Rory and I are going to be best friends. Oh, a hundred percent. Well, I'm Haley. Um, 
I'm the one with the voice that sounds like I'm maybe eight years old. Um, (laughs) (laughs) When I worked in a flower shop, um, I was about 20. And I distinctly remember one time answering the phone and the person on the other end um, was like, "Uh, sweetie, can I talk to an adult, please? (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, well, um... (laughs) Ouch. I'm the person answering the phone, so I guess I qualify as an adult. I don't know. But um, I was born and raised in Florida and uh, went to – not went to Florida. I was in Florida when I went to college. Um, met Katie. Like she said, we were education majors. Um, and during my final practicum of senior year where I a student taught in a second grade class, I realized very quickly that – I couldn't even handle second grade math, so maybe teaching wasn't right for me. Um, Moved to Virginia and found a job in a library and just kind of didn't realize why I never thought to work in a library. I grew up going to libraries. When I could drive, I drove myself to the library twice a week, so... Really happy that I found that, got my master's degree, um, and now I am a youth services librarian and still in Virginia. No plans of ever returning to my home state. <laughs> <laughs> Florida is way too hot and crowded and swampy and no, thank you. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Only to take our kiddos to Disney. Oh, yes. Yeah. We will have to do that for sure. Um yeah, I so <laughs> I I met my husband Tom in Virginia. <laughs> you know, and I have a kid, um, <laughs> Finn, uh, little Finnegan, um, and uh, still librarian, librarianing. It's it's a word. It's a verb. Yeah, yeah. Um, even with COVID happening, you know we're. Working things around, doing virtual story times, curbside, all that fun stuff, trying to adapt and stay relevant. Um, yeah. That's, yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! My whole life in two minutes, not even. And I love that for both of us, our husband was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that little linchpin. That happens. <laughs> I love him very much. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, but anyways, back to the most important relationship, which is, of course, ours. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so as we said, we did meet in college. Um, we were both education majors, but we actually met because um, we had a mutual friend. Um, yeah. My roommate, Anna, freshman year, had met Haley and introduced us. Um, and yeah, that was that was history. Um, we lived in the same dorm yeah. building uh-huh. and had many ridiculous <laughs> adventures, um, oh, yeah. like dragging mattresses um, up several floors and across the breezeway. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, to so each other. We could, we could mm-hmm. all be together. Yep. <laughs> 
you your um dorm was fun whereas i did not ever get to know my dorm mates and uh i wanted to get away from them as quickly as possible so <laughs> that's fair i mean yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we um one of my very first memories of us meeting is going to the movies um, mm-hmm. with Anna to go see the Texas Chainsaw Massacres, like the remake. Um, and I think you had mentioned in the podcast that we were not recording. Um, that <laughs> how immediately, like after we watched that movie, we were both like on the computer researching serial killers because that's just what we do. A hundred percent. Yeah. We like both had our laptops and probably should have been doing homework or something, but instead, um, yeah, we were like on Wikipedia reading everything we could about, you know, Ted Bundy and Richard Ramirez. And yeah, it's just a really good use of our time. (laughs) Um, and I feel like that pattern just continued forever. Uh, yes. Whenever we would get into something, we would just maniacally research it. Absolutely. Um, I why did we never think we were going to be librarians? I mean, that's <laughs> oh, that's a really good question. <laughs> I mean, but I'm really glad that you figured it out first because as soon as you did, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, that's brilliant! <laughs> it's the best. No, thank you for that. No problem. I was reading an article the other day. I found it on Medium, but I don't know like where specifically it came from. But um, it was saying that uh, like private investigators, librarians have a body of tangible knowledge that is unique to us. And I feel like we kind of have like this language of research or this, you know, innate sense to research all things at all the all times. So that's why this podcast is such a great fit for us. It is. And it's such yeah. a good it's such a good use of our talent because <laughs> I find myself using this research talent for like totally inane things that just make my life so much harder. <laughs> like like Dave will be like, Okay, we need some bread at the store. And I'm like, let me research the different types of bread and which bread is the best for making grilled cheese. And it's just Oh, for real. Yes. 90% of the time, it's a complete waste of time. Yes. Yeah. But sometimes it's not. And I hope that this podcast is not. (laughs) It's a good outlet for us to share useless knowledge, but maybe not all useless. No, I don't think so. No, it's been so fun. It really has been. Yeah. And it's a great way to get to see you, even though we live so far so, I know we're good. both terrible at talking on the phone. So this, oh my gosh, yes! Like <laughs> this is a way that like forces us to speak to each other every week. <laughs> Instead Not of texting, that I don't yeah. want to talk to you, but no, I just hate the phone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't want to talk to anyone on the phone ever. <laughs> I talk to my mom. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We Facetime with my mom so she can see Finn, but that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we've. I'm not sure where we're going to squeeze this little meet your host episode in. So I don't know how many episodes people will have already listened to, or maybe this is the first episode they listened to. God help them. Um, (laughs) Buckle up. (laughs) But what are kind of some of your favorite topics or topics vaguely that you see yourself maybe discussing on the podcast? 
Um, let's see. I I like kind of little bizarre pockets of history. Um, that that just p- kind of passed me by in school. Mm-hmm. That now as an adult, I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to learn all about this. Yes. Um. Yeah. I. Hmm. It's hard. Um. I love to travel. Mm-hmm. So I could foresee maybe doing some episodes on like uh, different locations. Um, let's see what else. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like I'm so all over the place. It's hard. <laughs> You've had some very interesting <laughs> topics. They've they, they've been. I don't know if they follow any rhyme or reason though. No, they're yeah, they're very um, diverse. Uh, whereas. Um, I kind of tend to stick to what I know, which is um, history and ghosts. So, <laughs> <laughs> the last time we were together, we were all playing uh, Cards Against Humanity. And by chance, I had gotten the cards that were like, what, ghosts, ghouls, and witches? <laughs> yeah, like, oh you gosh, had all this- of the spooky cards. <laughs> <laughs> this is my life. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know how it happened because up until about like – you know, fifth grade, I was terrified of everything. I was such a scaredy cat. And then all of a sudden I was watching like, are you afraid of the dark and loving it? And I've been like, just in love with all things spooky ever since. So my topics definitely tend to go towards the spooky, especially like spooky history. That's like my favorite, like Mm -hmm. that show unsolved history. Did you ever watch that? Mm Mm-mm. It was on the History Channel, and it was just, like, the weirdest, you know, mysteries in history. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, haunted History, that show was so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so basically, ghost schools and witches. That's that's my jam. Um, <laughs> okay. okay, fair. Yeah, so um, I really like uh, the colonial period in American history. Um you know, mm-hmm. yeah, we definitely have that in common. I think, yeah. Um, and we we did a trip to Williamsburg together a we few did. years ago, and we did Went a haunted a- haunted ghost tour there. Yeah, so fun it was. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to bring our kids there. Oh, I know, me too. Fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's kind of who we are and what we're into. Mm-hmm. Uh. So. So yeah, every episode we uh, deep dive one topic, and then uh, after we go probably way too in depth and long <laughs> on it, uh, we'll give you guys some recommendations uh, for books that are related to that topic. Because that's, I mean, like, I feel like that's how I find most of the things that I'm interested in. Was just reading it somewhere, and then I'm like, I need to know everything about this. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and that's that's like kind of precisely it. It's that you know, mention like one sentence mentioned in a book and then all of a sudden you must know everything about this topic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll always have book lists for all of the books we talk about, even if it's just in the beginning talking of each episode, talking about what we're reading, those books mm-hmm. will always be listed on um, bookshop.org. We'll have a list for every episode. Um, so if you want to buy a book, you can uh, use that link, but also it's just a list of all the books. So you'll be able to find something if you were interested in any of the titles that we talked about. And I have been uh, going back. I went back to all the episodes we've recorded and I put the mm-hmm. book list in our notes. 
Yes. Okay. As suggested by one of our lovely listeners. Yes. Do you I don't know. I, her name was Paige. Paige. Yeah. Thank yes. you, Paige. That was a really great suggestion. Yes. It was excellent. Um, and if you're confused by the numbers in front of our episode titles, um, that's a bit of a uh, librarian humor, not humor. I don't know. It's a bit of librarian uh, <laughs> <laughs> trivia, I guess. It's the Dewey Decimal number for whatever topic we're talking about. So that's another good way. If you are interested in that topic, go to your local library, look for that number in the nonfiction section, and you might find more books. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, next, Haley, I just have s- kind of like some rapid fire questions that I thought might be fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So my first one is, um, what's your favorite book? Gosh, that's like asking what your favorite child is if you have more than one child. I don't. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> I know. It's awful. <laughs> no, I would have to say uh, Fangirl by Rainbow Rowell because it like perfectly sums up my college experience, especially before I met all you guys. Um, Cause I would literally just eat all my meals in my dorm room. I would go to class and then immediately go back and lock myself in my dorm room um, and read fan fiction. And I was oh, <laughs> such no. a weirdo, but I love that book. Um, and Rainbow Rowell writes characters like nobody else. She's amazing. Yes. Yeah, for sure. When I did um, the year in the middle school library, like any kid that walked in and like didn't know what to read, I was like, Oh boy, I know exactly where to start you. <laughs> Definitely. She's and so they good. always they always loved it and came back and asked for anything else that she'd yeah. ever written. Oh, she's wonderful. Right, well, what about you? What's your favorite book? Um, yeah, super hard question, but I think that the one that I probably reread the most often and has kind of given me the most throughout my whole life well not my whole life I, uh, reading this book as a child would have been terribly inappropriate <laughs> um but my my adult life is um the bell jar by sylvia oh, plath mm-hmm. um i just think she did uh, the most beautiful job of describing what it's like to live with a mental illness mm-hmm. um and uh, her my favorite part of that book that is so true to who I am is when she talks about wanting things that are mutually exclusive. Um, mm-hmm. And I think the quote is, uh, if if being neurotic is wanting two mutually exclusive things at the same time, then I'll be running back and forth between mutually exclusive things for the rest of my days. Yeah. And that is 100% who I am and how I feel. <laughs> I, want, I want all of the things and all of the different lives. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I read that book way too young and I thought I was like so cool. I was like, I'm reading the bell jar. I had no idea what she was talking about. Like no godly idea. So I'm glad (laughs) I read it again when I was older. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, and um, okay. Next question. What would you say is your most read genre? Horror. When you're not when you're not reading for award. Oh my gosh. I know. I'm doing nothing but historical fiction this year. Um, definitely horror. Um and I do read mostly YA, though YA is not a genre, it's a category, but <laughs> but I read a lot of YA. Um 
and whenever I read adult, it's horror or um, like really light contemporary fiction. Like there's just two wildly juxtaposed <laughs> yeah. genres. But yeah, that's... You need a little palate cleanser. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, lots of horror. Um, oh my God, I blanked on his name. So we're just going <laughs> to... Forget that. What is his name? His name is R.L. Stein. He's a goddamn <laughs> right. genius. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> to be fair, though, I have been reading a lot of middle grade horror lately, and it's mm-hmm. so good. Like, just so good. It's so beyond goosebumps. Like, when we were kids, it's, like, actually pretty creepy. How are these kids handling this? I don't know. But they're, oh, they're so good. Um, Yeah, lots of horror. I mean, it's not a surprise. But. <laughs> what about you um i would probably say historical fiction Mm -hmm. Uh, my favorite like adult series is outlander uh yes um and yeah i just that's just such well-written historical fiction um so i i would say i read a lot of that and then uh same i would say other than that it's just really light contemporary stuff um I'm trying to get more into reading uh, more nonfiction. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I feel like this podcast will help with that. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I do like reading um, like memoirs. Mm-hmm. Um, that's I, I really enjoy that. Yeah. Um, so kind of going off of that, do you have any like reading goals for yourself? Well, I always... Um, yeah, I'm on Goodreads usually. I've, I'm actually taking a break from Goodreads and I'm not using it this year. I just kind of want to like track my reading separately and see if, I don't know, if I'm feeling pressured to like review books because of Goodreads. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but I normally try to read at least 52 books a year because that's one a week. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Jefferson Cup. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm already at like 65, so You're they're gonna crush it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and when it's not an award committee year, um, I try as much as I can to read as much um uh, fiction by or books by or authors who identify as female. Mm-hmm. Um and I think next year I'm gonna try uh, my goal is to read more uh, diverse authors. Mm-hmm. It's so hard because I I, I want to do that, but I mean, when you're on an award committee, you have to kind of read what they give you. So. Yeah. <laughs> do you have any reading goals? Um, I think for me, the big one is just making sure that I'm reading new things. I am. T- I tend to be like a very like comfort driven reader. Yeah. And I suffer from pretty bad anxiety. And with like any anything, movies, TV shows, books reading something new isn't always easy it's much easier for me to just reread something yeah um but i've really been trying to focus more on reading new things and like it's okay katie it's just a book it's just fiction (laughs) that's really interesting though because i love rereading also and i know some people are very anti-rereads so yes yeah you'll have to let us know if you guys like to reread books or if that is blasphemy to you. Um, (laughs) I have like the same like five books that I try to read every year, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) no matter what. And 
I think that there's definitely things to be gained from rereading books. Um, but yeah. Um, so do you have any like guilty pleasure books or series that you're ever like embarrassed to say that you love? <laughs> well, <laughs> I try to like tell like the teen, I'm not a teen librarian anymore. I do. I'm like all ages, but mm-hmm. or all use services. So babies through 18. Um, so I try to tell them that there is no guilty pleasure reading, right. but there's definitely some stuff that like, uh, like all of like the contemporary fiction, what they used to call like, you know, chiclet, which mm-hmm. is now they're calling relationship fiction, which sounds a lot better. Um, yeah. But that kind of stuff, just the very feel good stories that don't really have any heft to them <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> any weightiness my favorite series um for that it's not a series it's an author louise miller um she's only written two books one was um the city baker's guide to country living mm-hmm. and then the other was the late bloomers club and um they both take place in vermont that and in a town that reminds me of stars hollow from the Gilmore Girls, <laughs> and they're very gentle and sweet. Like one, the woman is a, a baker, which is awesome because I love baking. Um, mm-hmm. But they are definitely like if I need a pick me up, I will just reread that book because it's such a sweet little little story. So, Aww. yeah, mine is mine is definitely the same. Uh-huh. Um, like I just I at the end of the day, like my guilty pleasure is just something that's like super predictable. Yes. <laughs> and I know that it's going to end happily. Um, so, so my favorite author for that is Jenny Colgan. Ooh. Okay. And um, her books like always follow the exact same rhythm. Like it's always like a quirky girl who's like just out of a bad relationship or a bad job. And she moves to somewhere like off the beaten path, like rural Scotland or, Ooh. Like a tidal island off the coast of Cornwall, just like some really like remote, beautiful place and uh-huh. finds a profession that she loves. Usually it's baking. Oh, yay. <laughs> oh my gosh. I have to read more of her books then. Yeah. I, did she read or write a, a bookshop on the corner? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I read that one. So yeah. I'll have to read more. Yeah, but they're they're super formulaic. Um <laughs> but yeah, but they're just they're like you said, they're just really like comforting and yeah. Um yeah. Z- zero stress. That's what we all need right now. For, for sure. sure. Oh my gosh. Well, it looks like we're moving on now to a game of would you rather. Ooh. Whoa. All right. This used to be my favorite game to play when I had indoor recess with my class. <laughs> I would do would you rather and I would make them run to the to like each end of the room to show what their answer was. Oh my gosh. It was so fun. You learned so much about them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's really funny because for my um episode that we're supposed to be filming tonight, but I did not finish it. Um <laughs> I talk about indoor recess. <laughs> Really? Just like in the beginning is like a little side anecdote, but yeah. <laughs> oh. And I promise that gives absolutely no clues as to what my topic is because it's completely unrelated, sort of. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but probably is it something spooky? Is it yeah. is it about a recess ghost? 
would be fantastic, but no. Just it like a little, a little, a little ghosty that just really liked to play games. Oh my gosh, <gasps> that would be so fun. Write a children's book about a recess oh ghost. <laughs> recess ghost. Okay. No one take that idea. <laughs> that, that's ours. We claim it. This is how we're going to be millionaires. <laughs> Recess ghost. Oh my gosh. This is fantastic. Oh. All right. So, so our first, our, oh, okay. Okay. Go ahead. Do you want to go? go? I mean, you wrote them, but. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, our first question, um, Haley, would you rather have dinner with your favorite author or your favorite character? I think my favorite character because I would be too intimidated by my favorite author. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's what I was thinking. I was like, what would I talk to them about? I know. I would just be like, oh, I love your books. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah. But if it was favorite character, like. I could ask Hermione, like, what it's like being the Minister of Magic, and I could, like, find out all the deets on the magical world that we didn't get to hear about in the books. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely favorite character. (laughs) Okay. Would you rather lose the ability to read any new books or lose the ability to reread books you've already read? Oh, this one's so hard as I just admitted <laughs> to being a chronic rereader. I know. Yeah. Uh I think that if I had to pick, it would I would rather lose the ability to reread. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm the same, even though I I mean I, I have my favorites that I love rereading, but mm-hmm. you might never you will never find a new favorite. That's true. I think I would have like serious FOMO. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Especially if everybody else still gets to read. Yeah, especially if some, you know, everyone else gets to still read new books. And then we can't read new books. That would just. Yeah, that'd be real hard. It would. Um, and as a, li- as a librarian, that would probably <laughs> make your tired. job real, real challenging. Can you recommend um, a new I don't book? I nope. read new books. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh. Um, would you rather wait five years for the final installment in a series or get it right now, but you must read every single spoiler before you can start reading it? Okay. Something controversial about me. I love spoilers. (laughs) I know this. (laughs) I love them. I, in fact, like for like TV shows that are like action packed or whatever, where characters actually die, I will usually find them too late. Like for The Walking Dead, I didn't start watching that until like the third season was airing. And I looked up who was going to die because I did not want to watch it if my favorite characters were going to die. So (laughs) I am a terrible, terrible spoiler. I don't spoil it for anyone else, but, um, yeah, I really don't mind being spoiled. So um, I would want the book now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I agree. You? I agree. Yeah. I, w- I would want it now. Um, and I think that goes along with um, anxiety. It's just like <laughs> you want to know how things are going to end so you can like Absolutely. Yeah. I was, I, w- I very often would turn to the last page of the book to make sure it was a good ending before I continued. <laughs> Yes. Um, yeah, that's something I learned from my grandpa. 
is he like he got to a point in his life where he was like I do not want to watch a movie or watch mm-hmm. a TV show that does not end happily. Like, yeah. I, I can spend my time doing other things that will make me happy. <laughs> That's so smart. <laughs> yes. And I remember he watched the movie Pay It Forward. Uh-huh. And that was like what sealed the deal for him. Oh. <laughs> he was like F this. This was supposed to be a feel good movie, and you end right. it with a child dying. Yeah. Nope, never again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the same. I want to know it's going to end good, which is hard when you read a lot of horror because <laughs> <laughs> does it ever end well? I mean, sometimes. <laughs> It ends logically. I'll say that. I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> but... <laughs> oh, no. Okay. I feel like this one's going to be hard. Would you rather go to Hogwarts for a year or travel the world free of cost for a year? That is really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I have to go with Hogwarts. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, not only is it in Scotland, which is just like the most beautiful place, you're already getting to travel somewhere (laughs) awesome, but oh, there's so much that I want to know about Hogwarts that we don't get to learn in the book. So I just want to go and just see it all and just, I want to know why they don't have math classes or like any of the (laughs) other subjects that you need to know to be a functioning (laughs) member of society. (laughs) Maybe they just innately know it. No, that can't be right. I don't know. I feel like I would just go to Hogwarts for a year and just like, I don't know, just mess things up. (laughs) I would be getting Hermione to like form some action committee with me. Heck yeah. To like advocate for more muggle classes. (laughs) Listen, you have to have math. I know it sucks. (laughs) Yes. If we all have to suffer through it, so does the magical world. (laughs) You get so much. Yes. Let us have this one thing. (laughs) (laughs) What about you? Okay, so my initial instinct was Hogwarts for sure. But then I thought, I have never been out of the United States. I have not seen most of the United States. Uh, So I think I would travel the world, especially because it's free. Um, (laughs) So because there is quite a few places that I would love to see. Um, So What would your first stop be? Scotland, which is funny. So I'll, 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 you know, I'll maybe visit you a little bit at Hogwarts and then I will continue on. Um, yeah, Perfect. Scotland, Ireland, most Europe, basically. Um, and I also did a, uh, one of those um, like DNA tests mm-hmm. and found out that I have a little bit of Scandinavian blood in me and Ooh. I had never heard of that before. So I would want to go there also. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I follow this Instagram account. I think it's called um, I think it's called Cheap Nordic Houses, Ooh. and it's all of Scandinavia, and it's just the most adorable little like Scandinavian cottages oh, that are so cheap. And all the time, I'm like, I'm gonna buy one, and then I'm like, Katie, you don't even have a job. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but 
fun to look and pretend and yes maybe someday oh yeah. in- interesting little tidbit about Haley and i when we were graduating from college and did not know what to do with our lives <laughs> we went through a, a brief uh period where we <laughs> we decided we were going to move to alaska yeah and teach yeah like interviewed yeah to teach in alaska yep <laughs> Um, it, unfortunately, uh, the Ooh. connection that, that Haley had, which was great, yeah. uh, was, was with the Catholic school system. <laughs> and I just, I don't think that either of us really, uh, came across as convincing Catholics no. in those interviews. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we were real excited. We were, we were looking at apartments. Oh my gosh. Um, as you know, researchers do, we had every aspect of our life. We sure planned out. I yeah, I was looking up like snow removal, like how (laughs) how to function in snow. Because let me remind you, I am from Florida (laughs) and had only lived in Florida up until this point. So Mm -hmm. that would have been so obviously the next step was (laughs) Alaska. Alaska. Uh, Oh man, uh, I do still say that a lot. So um. This last summer in Michigan was like unusually hot, like mm-hmm. lots of days in the 90s. And all the time I was like, oh, we didn't move far enough north. We should have gone to Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I couldn't handle it. Like, <laughs> There's no way I would have gotten there and just cried. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. And even being from Michigan, I, um, I still, mm -mm, mm -mm. yeah. Was, did the proposal come out before that? Oh, I don't know. I feel like that might've helped me like, Oh, I want to go there. (laughs) I need to look now. I'm looking it up. All right. Researching. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It would have been like what? 2010. Yeah, it came out in 2009. So, Oh my gosh, that was it. That's I'm 100% sure that played into our decision. Oh, for sure. Yes. Ryan yeah. Reynolds lives there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that teaching and, and, and all these places that we interviewed were like little islands off the yes. coast of Alaska. I'm yeah. sure that's totally the same as like Ryan Reynolds' giant family compound <laughs> in that movie. Right. Oh my gosh. Oh, no. oh gosh. All right. Um, I have a few other just for fun <laughs> would you rathers. I don't know if you want to do them or not. We can Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Would you rather know the history of every object you touched or be able to talk to animals? Okay. Very strongly would want to know the history of every item that I touched. Um, there was a YA series called I think it was called Fingerprints. Where um, there was a girl who had the ability to read others like thoughts and stuff if she touched their fingerprints. Like if they had touched anything and she touched it, she could read their thoughts and stuff. And Mm -hmm. I thought that was the coolest superpower and Mm -hmm. I wanted it. So being able to like read the history of objects. Absolutely. I'm all about that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, such a hard one. You were like, you were so quick to answer. 
even though like it's kind of useless because then only I would have that knowledge unless I could be like a detective or something that like solved crimes that way. But then who would believe Ooh. me? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. But but yeah, mm. I, yeah, I think this is another book idea. Oh, oh, detective. It would be good. A detective who be. could, who like knew, but had to do all of the legwork to like prove it. <gasps> yes. Oh, yeah, that'd be fun. All right. Nobody take it. Um, nobody That's take that. Stars. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, I think that I had to go the other way. Um, okay. I think that I'd be able to talk to animals. And, I, it's probably a super dumb idea because I'd probably be totally overwhelmed by like <laughs> all of the animals wanting to chat all the time. But I have, okay, so I have a dog and she's the sweetest thing in the entire world. Her name is Moo. Moo Moo. Yeah, I love her so much. Mm-hmm. And I just, I want to be able to hear her tell me that she loves me. <laughs> So I think, like, just for that, I want to talk to animals. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's <laughs> even Rory. She doesn't call her Moo. She says she's like Mama, Mama. Your Moo Moo is over there. Oh, Mama, Mama. It's your Moo Moo. Oh. <laughs> because I always say like, Oh, my Moo. Uh huh. Oh, that is the sweetest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Finn has just started to say uh, Luna, which is our dog's name. But the way he says it, it sounds, he also says like Nana for banana. Uh Um, And also night, night, the way he says those three things, it's like exactly the same. So you you really need context to understand (laughs) if he's talking about a dog, a banana or going to bed. So. (laughs) Aww. So how does he say all of those things? What's Nana. That, what? <laughs> Nana. Oh. Well, yeah. oh. <laughs> Nana. <laughs> so sweet. Yeah. He's he's uh, talking more than I thought he would at this age, and it's kind of nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> not, not expecting this until at least two. <laughs> Ooh. It's cute, though. Yeah, so fun. Okay. Ooh. Would you rather have all the traffic lights you approach turn green or never have to wait in a line again? So I feel like I'm saying this from a total place of privilege as someone who (laughs) is not currently in the working world. (laughs) I'm never in a hurry to, like, get anywhere. Uh, so I think I'd have to go with never wait in line again. Ooh, yeah. Just thinking about like grocery shopping with a toddler. Oh my gosh. And like you're almost done and all of the snacks are gone, but you still have to wait in line to check out. Ugh. Ugh, that sounds awful. Yeah, yeah, I think I think I would be with you on that one, even though I hate ra- waiting at red lights. I hate it. But um yeah, I don't. I hate lines more. I think. Yeah, like think about like being able to go to like a theme park and not having to. Wait <gasps> oh, that's the best. Ah, <sighs> yes. Yeah. 
Okay, uh-huh. let's get that it power. Is, it is kind of nice to like have a red light every once in a while to look at your phone or right. Yeah, on a podcast like the reference desk. Yes, gosh, it's so good to listen to. (laughs) (laughs) I am super, super, super into audiobooks too. Like that's my preferred way to read is audiobooks. So, Mm. um, and my commute is only like fifteen minutes, so it takes me forever to read an audiobook. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I feel that. I when I um when I. first started teaching I lived like 45 minutes away from the school that I taught at Mm -hmm. and as much as I complained about the commute there was a lot of things I liked about it and one of them was that I I listened to so many audiobooks yeah I listened to the entire Game of Thrones series just (laughs) driving back and forth to work and then we moved like five minutes away from my school and I never got to listen to anything yeah Let's see. Um, would you rather... <laughs> this is ridiculous. Would you rather be forced to dance every time you heard music? <laughs> I, I already know your answer. Or be forced to sing every time you heard music? Oh, sing. <laughs> sing for sure. I do it anyway. Yeah, I do. <laughs> and I'm a terrible dancer. So, yeah. Sing. Yeah. Same. <laughs> all right katie this is the last one i hope you all have gotten to know us um (laughs) and still want to listen to us (laughs) maybe this sealed the deal for you Uh, one way or the other i know um okay would you rather live without the internet or live without heat and ac oh oh this is this is painful. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> so <laughs> when we moved to Michigan, um, you know, it's it's not super uncommon for homes here not to have AC. Yeah. And the house that we bought didn't have air conditioning. And I, Dave was like, well, we got to get that right away. And I was like, no, like, you don't <laughs> understand. It's going to be fine. <laughs> and we made it like one month into the summer and I was like, call the AC place. <laughs> so I know that it's awful. Yeah. Uh but gosh, without the internet. I know. I, I know. Uh, I think I'd have to go without heat and AC. I really do. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think so too. Um when I first moved to Virginia, which is still okay, so like there's parts of Virginia that are like, we're not the South, and then there's parts of Virginia are like, well, yeah, we are the South. So mm-hmm. um, but I mean they're you know pretty mid what mid state or mid United States. Mid-Atlantic. Yes, yeah, mid-Atlantic. So I was shocked when I moved to Virginia and there were houses without AC. I was like, what is wrong with you people? <laughs> but um, yeah, I could not live without the internet. Oh my gosh. I mean, we grew up with it. Literally, yeah. like as it was like developing, we were growing up alongside of it. And I remember having a, I called it AIM. I don't know. Some people call it AIM, you know, in like high school and talking mm-hmm. to friends that way. And yeah, I, I couldn't live without the internet. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like my mental health would suffer a lot more it without would- the internet. Yeah, it would make my job impossible. 
I don't know how librarians did it without the internet because, yeah, mm. it's very helpful. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I feel like, yeah. I don't know, maybe, maybe like before the internet, people were just generally a lot smarter. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I have to Google everything. Yeah. Well, you know before there was you know gps on your phones we would map quest everything print out the instructions and you know just go by that and now i don't know how to go anywhere that's like 20 miles away from my house without having my gps on yeah no uh uh-uh. no my family up here like anytime we drive anywhere they're like oh so uh so how 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 are you getting there? You're gonna you're gonna take uh, 22, or you're gonna take 66, or you're gonna get on 75? And I'm like, I don't know. Whatever way Google Maps tells me to go. Yes, I will listen to my phone. Uh, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Oh man, yeah. My grandpa is like that. He was a truck driver for years and years and years. So he like knows how to get literally anywhere at all times. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Aww. All right. Well, that was fun. It was having a little chat with you. Yeah. So that's us. Um, if you're enjoying our podcast, please rate and review on Apple iTunes. We found, or no, podcast? Apple. Apple podcast. Is it the same thing? I still haven't found out if it's the same thing. Um, I. D- <sighs> I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. We only get credit if it's Apple Podcast, though. Okay, so yeah, the, the apparently like there's no other place to review podcasts. Okay. So yeah, so do it there. Um, yeah, and please, please tell your tell your friends and family. Yeah. Uh, about us. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you for listening to us ramble on tonight. This was super fun. It was. It was so fun. <laughs> yeah, I would totally do this again if anyone like wanted to give us more questions or Yeah, for sure. Send us your questions if you have any. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, until next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to The Reference Desk. Please subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you're interested in any of the books we talked about on this episode, you can find them all, and more like them, at your local library. And if you'd like to purchase a book, please use our affiliate link at bookshop.org slash shop slash The Reference Desk Pod. That's bookshop.org slash shop slash The Reference Desk Pod, all one word. Follow us on Instagram at the Reference Desk Pod and check out our website at thereferencedeskpod.com where you can find our show notes, a full list of our sources, and all of our book recommendations. Until next week, we'll see you in the stacks. <laughs>